This is a Dragon Blazer production. Coming soon to a podcast near you. Join in the merry mad adventures and escapades of that rich, reckless, uproarious rake. The magnificent Mr. Toad and his crazy cronies, Mr. Rat and Mr. Mole as they step out of the pages of Kenneth Graham's hilarious tale, The Wind in the Willows, as told by that inimitable storyteller, Basil Rathbone. For a rollicking ride through Sleepy Hollow, Walt and Bing bring to laughable, colorful light Washington Irving's exciting legend with that awkward schoolmaster, Ichabod Crane. Ichabod, maybe Crane, maybe Arden, maybe he ain't. Anyway, there's no complaint. Ichabod, Ichabod Crane. Ichabod Crane, daring, reckless, losing his heart to Katrina the cutie, yeah. and his head when pursued by the hair-raising headless horseman. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You. We're back I, here again. We're back here again. I am your host, uh, Stephen. Mr. Stephen. Wink. And as always is my co-host, the man who's missing a head from a headless horseman, Xavier. I'm headless. Yep. Always making fun of me in these podcasts. Oh, where where do you go? Here's a, I I there, disappear there you sometimes. Are. I disappear sometimes. Yeah, you're just he's a phantom. He's a, I'm like a ghost. You're, you're you're calling me the headless horseman when you're the one who keeps blue, blue, vanishing out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So. On today's episode, we watch the 1949 Disney The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Xavier, what did you think of The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad? Well, both stories are completely different, and and the title kind of of implies that they both have um, their stories are intertwined in some way. They're not. Just keep that in mind. They they aren't. Um, if this and, helps, uh, both of these stories are based on very popular um, books. Yeah, I'd I'd figure so. Um, I really do like the um, 
how the animation kind of personifies a lot of that. Like you, yeah. I haven't, I have not read any of these storybooks, but it, but I can kind of, you know, tell based on, based on what is shown here, how everything, what everything, like how the books were maybe, and then the, and how the animation pro, you know, uh, sillyfies it, sillyfies it. That's a word now, I guess, maybe. Um... I think I've read The Wind in the Willows, which is where uh, Mr. Toad comes from. I don't think I've ever actually read Ichabod Crane or The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, which is what Ichabod Crane is from. I've seen movies. I've, I, know, I know the story of Sleepy Hollow, but I've never actually read the book. Which the book for Sleepy Hollow came out in the nineteen or eighteen twenties, I think it was. Ooh, old one. Oh, it's oldest. Right, classic. I know. I know all the all the storybooks that these Disney movies are based off of have to be stupid old, <laughs> um, because like these Disney movies are old themselves, and they're basically like these are some classic classics, uh, storybooks that we have to showcase. Yeah, I don't and think like, I don't think the Wind in the Willows is quite as old. Um, but yeah, the Adventures of Sleepy Hollow uh was a collection of short stories. Um and also had Rip Rip Van Wrinkle in it in those short oh. stories. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, but anyway, so what did you think of these stories? Um, I have mixed feelings. I mean, it's it's, it's kind of just a uh, weird, a, a couple more uh, short stories, same as the uh, other two movies that we, the three movies that we've uh, watched prior to this. But the, narrowed down but, to just two, right? But but they're all bridges to um. To consume until we finally get to the real juice, and that is Cinderella, which is its own movie in its own right. But we'll get to that. Uh, so I just looked it up. The Wind in the Willows came out in 1908, hmm. so it was pushing 50 when this uh, when this uh, movie came out. Right. So it was like. Only, but it was still only like uh, just shy of half a century old when this movie came out. But the um, but the the other story that you mentioned um, is well over a century old. Yeah, and is now uh, well over two centuries old now, probably, it, or if not, that it's pushing two centuries. So funny yeah. how time works. Like we, like we see like um, animation as like a relatively new thing, but it, but like here it's even more new. It still feels ancient because like because th this this movie here is like over seventy five years old. And it's crazy, Al almost. Yeah. So actually, it is seventy five years old, isn't it? Or oh yeah. Uh, well. 
75. No, it's eight. It's 80. It's not quite. No, it's 75. It's not quite. Se- oh, no. 2024. It is 75 years old. Yeah. Depends yeah, on yeah. what part time of the year. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, I found these movies interesting. It's got decent ad- animation. Um, neither one of the main characters were super likable. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah! So, oh my goodness gracious! Um, sorry, but like, I, I have to, I have to bring this up. Like, um, you know, they're like those kinds of movies that um that came out before you were born, but you um but you recognize as classics because like, wow, that. That was a movie that came out before I was born, but you, you could never tell that. Like for me, that's movies like The Lion King, which um, feel, which do feel like among classics to me because careful, that came out before, careful. before <laughs> I was born. Meanwhile, uh, like I'm, I'm I have to imagine for you that be movies like Star Wars, or um or stuff like that, like movies okay. from like the mid late seventies since you were born in the beginning of the 80s well i was born the the beginning of the uh of the uh two o's and um this this kind of this movie would probably be that kind of movie within like uh grandparents um childhood that came because this would come out probably before many of our grandparents um, probably not for you because you're old but not for me because i'm yes my grandparents i mean my grandparents are no longer alive but um Sad. my grandparents were alive or were born before this movie came out right so you're correct on that i suppose it is it is a funny thing how time works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't seem to you don't seem to uh, agree with me on that. That it's funny how time works. Yeah. Um. Sure. Yeah. It's it's a little bit funny. Little bit. So. Uh. Did, which which story did you enjoy more? Uh, probably Mister Toad. As a uh, rabid fan of like um just random event adventure stories, um, I think it's great to see different types of adventure stories because like they could they could go any which way. Like you could start it off as some boring dude just wanting to have an adventure and and it's like one point that just branches out into any potential way it's just it feels like you could um you could take that story on forever until like because there's there's until there's nothing left to uncover adventure or whatever um obviously mr toad seemed the story about Mr. Toad seems to be less about adventure and more about, hey, please 
be careful with your adventuring because it is having some uh, political discourse back here in the um, in the uh, politic land. <laughs> I think I preferred, and maybe this is just because I like a good horror story, but I preferred The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, Ichabod Crane. Um. And to my understanding, the the story they told was pretty similar to the original Ichabod or the Sleepy Hollow story. Like they didn't venture too far off from it. I be, I don't believe. I thought it was a really weird one, mostly because, like, pushing aside the uh, the ending for a second, because that's a whole can of other can of worms, but. The good amount of the story is um this this cool this cool story man uh goes to town eats some apples and um and starts uh shaming the ugly girls which okay yeah yeah okay sure what i i don't know what that's supposed to be like what okay just um kind of douchey but all right this is a, this is a kids movie i guess this um and then a pretty girl comes along and like everything's just fantastic man i, I, I like pretty girls yeah. um oh oh wait no no not just pretty she's probably rich too yeah, that's yep. what, that was the fun, interesting thing about the uh, Sleepy Hollow is, and I guess that's true to the original story, but true Ichabod Crane's kind of a douchebag. <laughs> true love, I guess. <laughs> not not saying the guy that he's fighting for Katrina's infections are, um, Brom Bones or whatever his name is, isn't also kind of a douchebag. And let's be honest, Katrina's kind of a douchebag as well. Because <laughs> she's literally just putting pitting these two up to each other. And as soon as Ichabod Crane, who I, seems like she was more interested in to an extent, uh, as soon as he gets his head freaking chopped off, allegedly, she goes straight to the Brom Bones and marries him. Am I the only one who thought that may maybe um the headless horseman could have possibly have been um been the uh, Brombones dude and, until of course he looked inside his, the uh, headless horseman's head and just like oh okay no this is this is an actual headless dude no that is actually implied that that it was possible that it was him okay. Um, that is definitely like in the story, I guess I should say. Um, they they mentioned that the townsfolk thought maybe it was Brom Bones, but it's never outright stated. Yeah, it's never confirmed. And also, uh, Ichabod is not confirmed dead because they never found his body. They just found his hat. They didn't find his head or his body. They just found his hat. Yeah, it's um, a pretty dark story, all things considered. 
it is. <laughs> it's uh, definitely a dark story. Just like, yep, this ends off with the uh, main character dead. But he's a douche, so it's fine. Really, there's not a non-douche character in the story. <laughs> yeah, it's just the main character, who is not more or less douchey, you could argue. I don't know. Um, I mean, only one of those characters is dead, is a um, murderer, so... It's like, oh, I like this girl. I'm a, I'm a chop off this guy's head. <laughs> you know, manslaughter. But you can't. can't yep, slack. <laughs> and I also found it funny. I found it weird, especially the way they draw this character. That he's essentially a ladies' man. Um. He does not seem like a ladies' man at all. I'm glad I wasn't the first one to think that. Like, he... I don't... I feel like characters, like, back in the day were definitely generalized. So this definitely felt odd. Like, he's... He had, he does... Like, the most manly, uh, I don't know alpha male kind of characters that you would see in these old style um movies and stories and whatnot would probably have more of a broad-esque figure to sin sinuize like i am a man who will bury children and make a ton of money i will inherit your farm and and fight in the wars and sing my sword with my gallant Arm hair. <laughs> arm hair? I don't know. Arm hair is pretty manly, I guess. Sure. If you say so. Ichabod, Ichabod Crane, though. I, I guess he's just so alpha male that he doesn't even need any of that. He's just, just that awesome, I guess. I don't know, man. Why why draw him with a nose? Is that how? Is that how he was... Described though, why draw him with the big nose? Why draw him he, with the big ears? He's uh described as a lanky character. I think he does he is supposed to have a big nose in the in the uh, book. I don't know, man. I I do know that we're getting into a bit more of a progressive society where Squidward is seen as sexy, but that's also because of Rule Thirty Four. And uh, wait, Squidward's sexy. I don't understand this world, man. Look, look up sexy Squidward. I do, don't, do it right now. I don't, I don't want to. While we are recording, look up sexy Squidward. I really, really don't want to see this. That, do it while we are recording. This is how we get views. Is it? Are you, sexy Squidward is how we're getting... Oh, I'm lowering myself... To getting views with sexy Squidward. I'm 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 scared. What the hell? He's twerking. Oh. Yep. This is something I can never unsee now. <laughs> 
is exactly what I didn't want in my life. All right. Well, now now you have that ingrained in your head. And um, as you can see, it is possible for big nose-esque characters, I guess, to be a bit of a ladies' man in Milady. Milady. There we go. So, your favorite story was the 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 Mister Toad story. Do you have a favorite character? Uh, hmm. I have to. I'd have to say the lawyer. Lawyer. The 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 lawyer. Like as as I said, oh. the um. The uh, the lawyer was just like, like as I've said, like these. This is the type of movie like. It's back. It's back in the day where everything's more or less generalized, and, and seeing seeing them generalize a lawyer, but in the most like overblown way possible. <laughs> yeah, this is an evil conniving lawyer, but he, but it's like he revels in like everything he does. He, he is he's a villain. He's a villain who isn't the villain of the movie, but it's. All I can say is that I I laughed at at all that scene just because it's like, it's because lawyers aren't exactly one of those things that you can really um that you can really make work in a kids movie because it's a very adult concept you know like a family court and um the the, the, the supreme court and stuff like that all that is for lawyers doing kids don't really care about this about court. And they don't really care about lawyers. All they know is that adults hate lawyers, and they don't really know why or anything like that. Um, just making me thinking about uh, the crazy ex-girlfriend song. Don't be a lawyer. Don't be a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, but like seeing how um how uh, movie makers um write lawyers in a kids movie is pretty hilarious. Because, because like the, and in either way, like he, he feels so, so e so evil and overblown, just like high energy, for no apparent reason. It's just funny to me. Yeah, I understand. I like the, I like the lawyer. I I understand why you like him. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite, if, to be honest with you, because, I mean, I don't really give a crap about brown bones. I guess, uh, the badger. Yeah. You do kind of feel sorry for him, because, like, you, I have to imagine that a child watching this movie would be like, wow, he's oh, he's so overblown. Like, why didn't he just let Mister Toad have do adventuring or whatever? But like, dude's doing paperwork because of someone else's want to get want to like go see, go I don't know, screw everything up. I don't know what uh, Mister Toad's uh, goals here. Just I mean, it's adventuring, but it's also like um. Ooh, I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to do that and 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 that. And not really, really uh, 
looking at the consequences of his actions, and it's the uh, the badger that's <laughs> it's the badger that's taking all the heat there. Yeah, it's him that gets um, Mister Toad pretty much like um, out of the well, not directly out of the jail, but it's it's him that clears his name for the right. most part. Well. Mr. Toad kind of clears his own name by breaking out of prison. I well, have the, a look. Well, well, the only reason he broke out of prison was because of the horse. So I had to look up because uh, I was curious if they, if because the, you see this in cartoons a lot, the whole ball and chain thing. I had to look up, up to see if that was real because I, I was curious. Because obviously, in my life, oh, my Pidgeotto's evolving into a Pidgeot. Finally, okay. but I, I've never seen that in my lifetime, so I wasn't sure if that was even a real thing or if it was just created for uh, cartoons. It's and because the world's been gaslighting us. <laughs> and Man, sure what... enough, sure enough, I looked it up, and yeah. It uh, it was a real thing, man. How how crazy is it that like we're all going through life wondering actually if some of the stuff from the past exist existed? Like, man, I can imagine maybe like fifty to a hundred years from now we're gonna be wondering like, man, did guillotines even exist, or is that something that's just exaggerated from the past, or did did um. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Guillotines are kind of a crazy concept if you think about it. Yeah, it's just like, let's make this really big structure, put a blade at the top, and just have it drop on the dude's head. Yeah. Instead of, I don't know, hiring some big muscly guy, uh, sharpen an axe, and chop off the dude's head. I mean, I guess it's a lot less effort, but like, is it? Is it less? I mean, I guess you're pulling up a rope. Hang on, what is more effort here? Um, pull, pulling up and dropping a blade, or just cutting the dude's head off with your with an axe with a swing of the axe? Probably the guillotine, but like. You also have to build the thing and or buy it. And either way, it's hmm. It's a good. Um, it's just automatically brought up, and then they let go of it or something. I'm not sure. I've never really considered the concept of gu guillotines. Hmm. To be honest with you, right. <laughs> Anyways, um, I suppose we should ask, what, what do you give this movie? I'd give it a, I'd give it a five, solid five out of, solid five out of ten Squidwards. No. <laughs> 
No. Do not accept this. Why are you bringing up sexy Squidward? Handsome Squidward as well. But handsome Squidward, I think everybody can agree, is pretty sexy. I don't, uh, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> at all. Hey, there's sexy Squidward. You be in your house. I hope you don't harvest my kidneys. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways. Rating. What what do you give this? Five out of ten sexy squidwards. I already said. What do you what do you give it? Nothing that involves sexy Squidward. I give it uh it's all right. Uh 6.5 uh severed heads. Fine, you you rated above average. Yeah, I, I think it's an all right movie. Okay. It's not bad. We've definitely watched worse. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your um what is your guess on IMD or not IMDB? Right, uh, Rotten Tomato. Rotten Tomatoes. Uh I'll guess 72 for um I guess 72 for critics and 80 for audience. 72? Yes. And 80. Um, I'm going to say critics give this a 83. An audience give this. I'm not sure. I don't hear much about this one. 75. Okay. All right. Let me get this up. This is a long title to type in. Okay. I, I wrote down our scores on the uh, meeting chat thingy. Okay. All right. Here it is. Critics have this at 88%. All right, so that is close. So you're closer. You're, you're, audience you're just five away, actually. An audience gives it 71%. You're closer on that one, too. You're on a roll on this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have a Cinemantra? Hmm. This one could go either way, I guess. It just depends on whether you want to do it a um, Ichabod or Mr. Toad kind of cinemantra. Hmm. Hmm. Um, um from among the uh 
Disney movies we have seen so far, full full featured, either either full featured or not, or like short story kind of things. Um, what world or story would you would you want to? Um, what world within one of these Disney movies that we have seen thus far would you want to um, to be transported to, or as the weebs call it, uh, isekai'd to? And what would you do there? Um, I'm gonna probably go with Snow White. Uh, and only because that's in that one takes place in Germany, just because I'd like to visit Germany. Hmm. What would you do there? Visit Germany, and definitely go to the uh, Oktoberfest and drink a lot of alcohol. I regret nothing. I'll give you a. Uh, I'll give you an eight. Eh, nine. I'll give you a nine. (laughs) Nine. Um, Nine for you. My Cinemantra is simple. If you were... Let's say you were born at any point in history. What... What type of weird vehicle would you like to borrow and go on a joyride with? So essentially like if you were Mr. Toad. I didn't see you kind of disappeared like a phantom but I'm going to assume that you used air quotes. I did. Um, Okay. Uh That's a good question. I hmm. I would take um one of the uh one of the cars that were um that were spraying lead into the atmosphere. Actually, I would take a lot of cars that were spraying lead into the atmosphere and then blow them the fuck up. You would blow up cars. Uh, the ones that were destroying the atmosphere, yeah. Blow and uh, murdering the ozone layer. So you're not going on a joyride. You're going to be a freedom fighter. I'll I'll go on a joyride with d- not not that. I'll take a I'll take a cool little buggy over there and or no better yet I'll take a semi truck that'll be dragging these <laughs> these lead cars that are poisoning kids and adults alike and just. Take him, take him to the side, blow him the hell up, and cool. Paradox, uh, good paradox. That'll probably, uh, probably cause some sort of bad butterfly effect. But I say, all right, Xavier, where can we find you? Um, I am Cryokinarist and Snowshine Gaming on the YouTube's. I. Rarely use my other social medias, but I do. But I am Cryokin Artist on the Instagrams and the Facebook if you were to try and look for me. But I rarely use those apps at, at the time being. 
but I'm right. also in the I'm also in the process of um, finishing up my comic, get, get making a one shot. Still contemplating where I'm going to do that, but it's probably going to be manga plus. Anyways, though, that's me. Plug in your pluggables. You can Anywho. find me at Dragon Blazer Productions on the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the YouTubes, and you can find me on TikToks at Dragon Blazer Pro. And I'll feed us in. Peace. Oh, once again, please, if you will, like and subscribe onto our YouTube page titled Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You, where all these wacky podcasts where we watch movies and review them go on. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Peace.